the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The portion of scripture we have studied uh, provides us a paradigm to understand civilization and culture today. Even with its abundance in uh, increase in abundance in music and arts and technology. It rises impressively, but in its rise there is demise because of sin. And the only hope is to call upon the name of the Lord. That has always been our only hope, and that is the hope that we are encouraged in here today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno and online at highlands.us. We are back in chapters 4 and the beginning of 5 of the book of Genesis as we take a look at Adam's descendants all the way to Noah and the significance of this genealogy that's laid out for us. In spite of chapter 3 and most of chapter 4, there is an ending to chapter 4 and a genealogy in chapter 5 that gives us hope. Here's Pastor Layden with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Some people have asked me over time if the number of years that is recorded for us in Scripture is actually real. I mean, uh, or was it a mistake that the author got his calculations wrong or the translator mistranslated? Did, when it talks about 895 years, what, was it, did it really mean 89 and a half years or something like that? If uh, 895 years meant 89 and a half years, then Mahalalel would have become a father at the age of six and a half. And uh, Kenan would have become a father at the age of seven years old. So the internal evidence indicates that this is a record that is accurate. Remember that people lived much longer back then because the DNA had not yet become significantly polluted and the environment was pre-flood or antediluvian, which was much more healthy. When Jared lived 162 years, he fathered Enoch. Jared lived after he fathered Enoch 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Jared were 962 years. And he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. So when Enoch was about 65 years old, his wife gave birth to a son whom they named Methuselah, which means man of the dart. And he was, this was evidently a turning point in his life because it says that then he began to walk with the Lord. Now, why was that? Well, we're not told. Was it because he uh, realized that he needed God's help in raising his son in the midst of a godless society? Uh, or maybe uh, God revealed to him something that was coming uh, when, uh, when the son was born? We don't know, but we do know this, that when his son came, that was transformational for Enoch. Thereafter, he walked with God. I can remember becoming a dad. You know, when I was a single guy, I thought in terms of this week and this month, right? Uh, I'm going, am I going skiing this weekend or am I going boating or something like that? Uh, then I got married. 
And I'll tell you, that transformed me. Instead of thinking in terms of this week and this month, I thought about this year. Because in order to get a lease on an apartment, you had to, uh, you had to sign a year's lease. But then when I found out that I was going to be a daddy, that was an even bigger transformation by far. Because I started thinking not only in terms of a lifetime, but generations. What was I giving my children and my children's children and so forth? Having a child can be transformational. Sometimes when people have drifted off from the church and from God, it's becoming a parent that brings them back into the church and back into fellowship because they realize they needed God's help to raise their children. The phrase walked with God describes a close personal communion with God. It's as if walking side by side with God. It's distinguished from other Old Testament descriptives like walking before God or walking after God, which describe a pure and blameless conduct. Walking with God is far more intimate. It's far more intimate. Uh, the, face, the, the phrase also indicates a greater obedience for the metaphor of walking with God means walking in his path, not deviating to the left or to the right. And note then also that the phrase, and he died, is not used of Enoch because Enoch is one of two men in Scripture who have never died. Enoch and Elijah were both taken to heaven alive. And, and some students see in Enoch's pre-flood rapture a picture of the church being taken to heaven before God sends tribulation on earth. He was taken up from this earthly life and, and, and exempted from, by God from the law of death and decay just as it will also be for those who are alive and faithful at the coming of Christ. They will also not taste death and corruption, but will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Hebrews chapter 11 tells us, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God, And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, that makes sense, and that he rewards those who seek him. So Enoch believed God, he walked with God, and then he went to be with God, which is an example for all of us to follow. We also have another insight into the life and ministry of Enoch because of the little New Testament book of Jude. It says, Enoch, who lived in the seventh generation after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, listen, the Lord is coming with countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the world. He will convict every person of all the ungodly things they have done and for all the insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So what it tells us is Enoch was not silent about his faith in God, he preached repentance to his generation. Now, in his day, a judgment did come in the form of a flood, but the Enoch that uh, was that Enoch, the judgment that Enoch was here announcing will occur when Jesus Christ returns, leading the armies of heaven and condemning Satan and his hosts. So, Enoch's life reminds us that it's possible to be faithful to God in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. No matter how dark the day or how bad the news, we have the promise that Jesus will return, and that promise will encourage us and motivate us to be holy. One day, sin will be judged, and God's people will be rewarded. 
for their faithfulness. And so we have every reason to be encouraged as we walk with God. And his walk with God also had a profound influence upon his son and his grandson. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he fathered Lamech. This Lamech is not to be confused with the Lamech in the previous chapter, chapter 4, who was fathered by Methuselah. Although they have the same name, Lamech from the line of Seth here was radically different than Lamech from the line of Cain in the previous chapter. Uh, Seth's Lamech fathered a son named Noah who walked with God and was used by God to save the human race. And uh, the other uh, Lamech in Cain's line murdered a young man who had wounded him and then boasted to his multiple wives about his evil deed. Methuselah lived after he fathered Lamech 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. You know, Methuselah's exceptionally long life is significant. He is, he is recorded as the, having the longest lifespan in history. Now, why might that be? You know, I asked my grandpa that when I was little, and I can remember what my grandpa said. My grandpa said that Methuselah's longest lifespan was to illustrate God's long-suffering and patience before bringing judgment. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he fathered a son and called his name Noah, saying, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one thing shall bring relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. Lamech lived after he fathered Noah 595 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. You know, life was difficult, and the only hope that true believers had was the coming of the promised Redeemer. So Lamech named his son Noah, which sounds like the Hebrew word for comfort. And it was his prayer that his son would bring comfort and rest to the world that needed it. And then it says, after Noah was 500 years old, Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And so we're going to learn more about Noah uh, when we return for our next study. But the portion of Scripture we have studied uh, provides us a paradigm to understand civilization and culture today, even with its abundance in uh, increase in abundance in music and arts and technology. It rises impressively, but in its rise there is demise because of sin. And the only hope is to call upon the name of the Lord. It's the only hope for culture. It's the only hope for we as individuals. It's the only hope for the church to call upon the name of the Lord. Now, we know the name of the Lord. Those who lived before Jesus knew that God was going to send a Redeemer, but they didn't know his name. That name has been revealed to us. The Lord is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says there is salvation in no one else, for there's no other name given under heaven among men by which we must be saved. The fact that Jesus Christ is coming again to judge the world ought to motivate God's people to live lives of holiness and obedient service. We're reminded in our passage today that we bear the image of God. And so it is possible for us to hear and obey God's word and to live in relationship with him as his children. Yes, the image has been damaged by sin, but the image persists. And so the wondrous fact is that we can know God personally. Jesus said, and this is eternal life, 
that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus also said, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So we see God in his Son. And we see him best and most profoundly at his Son's death. The cross is God's supreme revelation of himself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That is the hope laid out for us here in these early chapters of Genesis right from the start. God says man will fail and fall, but I will restore and renew through the gospel of Jesus Christ, his only Son. And therein lies our hope. We trust you've been encouraged in hope today as you've joined us for study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Our time together in Genesis chapter 4, the ending, and much of chapter 5. Questions about today's program, you can always address them to us when you visit our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Have a great weekend. Be found in the Lord's house this weekend. And we'll see you back here on Monday as we continue our journey through Genesis on study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.